And welcome in to another midweek edition of Fourth Down in the Steel City. I'm Chris Mack. Josh Taylor gets a maintenance day today. Greg Finley making sure we keep it all on schedule as we push forward towards a matchup between the Browns and the Steelers on a Monday night. And who knew week two could be so huge? Cam Hayward out until, what, at least Halloween? Deontay Johnson out until mid to late October as well. Things are not piling up in a positive direction for the Pittsburgh Steelers right now regarding those injuries. And so naturally, it's led to some wild speculation and conjecture about just what the Steelers should do at those two spots in particular. Look, everybody loves J.J. Watt as a human. Great dude, right? Everything he did in the wake of the hurricane down in Houston. and He's a Walter Payton man of the year because of it, and he will go down as one of the great defensive lineman, probably of all time. I don't know if, well, you know, is he a Hall of Famer? I, I don't know. Did he have a long enough career? Was he great enough during that career? I, I think he falls into Hall of Fame category, but anyway, here nor there, Trent Jordan Watt's older brother, what does the J and the J stand for, by the way? I should look that up before I continue talking about him. Um, what does it? Justin James Watt. Trent Jordan's older brother, Justin James, is not going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler anytime soon. I, I know, I know. It's fun to talk about. It gets us lots of clicks on the YouTube channel. It gets us lots of views on the social media. It's fun to think about. It's not going to happen. J.J. Watt, at 34, is at the point where his body has broken down and cannot function the way it needs to to do what he would be asked to do in the Steelers' scheme. He's also he's also never really played that role before. Let's be honest. Cam Hayward's role is different than what J.J. Watt did, both at his peak and at the end of his career. They are not simply interchangeable. Is it a fun idea to talk about? Absolutely it's fun to talk about. Is it realistic? No. Also unrealistic. I love the fact, I almost admire it at this point. If he weren't such a loon... I would say, man, good for you. But I don't want to encourage the behavior. Antonio Brown (laughs) tweeting on, what was it, Tuesday afternoon. Heard the Steelers need a receiver or something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing. And then the next tweet, a photo of himself in his Steelers jersey from back in his prime as a Steelers receiver. And I think it said, hear me out. No. No, we're not going to hear you out, A.B. We're not interested in bringing you back because Deontay Johnson is going to be out a month. Thank you very much. We're not interested. Uh, He's done everything, though, to try and and worm his way back in here. Uh, Despite the fact, are we over a year now of him not playing football? I think we're good, A.B. I think we're good. Those two unrealistic one just absolutely fantastical and completely insane the ab one neither one of those guys going to get replaced by anybody who isn't currently on the roster right now i don't think anyway i mean you you can look around at the free agents that are still out there and available on the defensive line and in the wide receiver market and and none of them are going to immediately step in and do what cam hayward would do or what deontay johnson does and and look I'm here to tell you, and I've been saying for over a year now, really since they drafted him, just after they drafted George Pickens, that he's the wide receiver one going forward for the Steelers. He's going to get a chance to prove that he can be that guy over the next month plus. Can he beat double teams? Can he get open? Look, 
a lot of it goes on the OC and how he schemes people open, right? A lot of it goes on the quarterback and whether he can throw people open. Just ask George Pickens' Instagram account, right? Which, by the way, as an aside, as an aside on George Pickens, can we stop acting like anything he's doing or any way he's acting is in any way, shape, or form remotely similar to Antonio Brown when he was so wildly off the rails that he was throwing footballs at people in, at practice and storming out of 3400 South Water Street because he didn't get voted team MVP? Can we act? Can, can we stop acting, please? Like anything George Pickens has done or said is anywhere remotely close to Antonio Brown throwing furniture off of balconies or beating up moving truck drivers. Come on, people. Every time a young receiver shows up in Pittsburgh, it's, oh, A-B, part two, A-B 2.0. Oh, here we go, the next (laughs) A-B. Juju Smith-Schuster was not the next A-B. Juju liked social media, and Juju liked Juju a little bit too much sometimes. But it was nothing remotely close to what Antonio Brown was. The worst thing Juju ever did was dance on a logo. Nothing remotely close to the things that Antonio Brown did to engender chaos at 3400 South Water Street. Hell, even Chase Claypool, who I think we can all agree now, was an insane misfire as a second-round pick because he's continued to be little else than... Uh, window dressing in Chicago. Lazy window dressing at that, it sounds like. He was nowhere close to being AB 2.0. And George Pickens, right now, who knows? Maybe George Pickens goes off the rails someday. Who knows? Can't predict the future. But right now, George Pickens is not AB 2.0. Every old beat reporter with a, a PC or a microphone wants to make that comparison. Stop. It's lazy. Okay? George Pickens is not AB 2.0. Maybe he'll turn into it someday. But nothing he has done is an indicator that he will be. It's not. Anyway, I got that off my chest. Back to the whole how do you replace Deontay Johnson and Cam Hayward. It's not with any of these fantastical notions of Antonio Brown or J.J. Watt. What they're going to do on the defensive line is going to be difficult because I don't think there's anyone there. There's no one there that can do what Cam Hayward can do. Can Keanu Benton come close? Maybe, but he's a rookie. Can DeMarvin Leal help out? A little bit. Larry Ogunjobi? He's going to be on the injury report every single day and still somehow show up and play every single Sunday. Not sure how effectively, but... That worries me a lot more than what's going to happen on the offensive side of the ball, where... George Pickens is going to get double teamed. He's going to have a huge wet blanket thrown over him in coverage every single week from here on out. And Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada, and you can put it on both of them. It doesn't have to be on one or the other. It can be on both. Are going to have to figure out ways to get the ball to George Pickens despite him being covered as well as he's going to be covered. They're going to have to utilize the other weapons at their disposal in order to scheme George Pickens open, in order to draw away some of that coverage sometimes. Pat Fryermuth, you better be healthy. You better step up. I love you, bud. We are, but now's your opportunity. Allen Robinson, I'll say the same thing. (laughs) You're a little bit older than Pat, but you better be ready. You better be healthy. I love you. We are. All that that happy stuff, eh, Rob? You better be ready. Calvin Austin, 
Love what we saw in the preseason. I think there's a chance for him to, to do some, lift the lid off of defenses, as Mike Tomlin would say. You better be ready. And here's one thing that we have not seen yet, but they better start seriously considering it. I'm going to bang this drum until they actually start to do it and someone else starts to bang the drum alongside. Mr. Pickett goes to Washington. What? What, are we writing legislation here now? What do we do? No, Darnell Washington, the rookie tight end out of Georgia, who is built like an offensive tackle but can run like a wide receiver. Start using this man, please. Please start using this man in all facets of the game. Early rundowns, 12 personnel. That's one back, two tight ends. Hell, let's get crazy and line Connor Hayward up in the backfield as a fullback if you want to get really nuts and run some 22. If the only receiver we really totally trust is George Pickens, maybe he's the only one out there. Maybe we got Pickens. Maybe we got Fryermuth and Washington on the line, and then we got Hayward in front of Harris or Warren in the backfield. If you're going to lean into the running game because you don't know if you can trust Kenny Pickett to not make the mistakes he made against San Francisco like the mistakes he made against other great defenses last year in Philadelphia and Miami, then by all means, Buffalo, then by all means, lean into the running game. Let your mean, nasty offensive lineman that you went out and got, Isaac Sayamalu, be that mean, nasty offensive lineman. Let Dan Moore Jr. lean into the nastiness, whether he's on the right side because Chooks is out or whether he's on the left side. There's no faster way to build chemistry on an offensive line as an aside than to let them start beating dudes up in front of them. Ask the Niners how that's working out. Anyway, use 12 personnel or 22 Use two tight ends. There, I'll simplify it. Use Darnell Washington. Line him up. Let him work as an extra offensive tackle in the run game. Hell, keep him in to protect sometimes and only send three or four guys out into the pattern. There you go. Give Kenny Pickett a pocket. Give him time to make those decisions. Make better decisions than he made against San Francisco. And then let Washington run some routes too, especially, especially short yardage. Third downs, the weighty downs, as Mike Tomlin likes to reference them, and down in the red zone near the goal line. Darnell Washington's going to be a star in the league. I'm here to tell you this right now. I've been telling you this since I talked to him up at training camp in Latrobe. Lean into Darnell Washington and his ability to make your offense multiple without having to change formations. Two wides, two tights, and a back. Go with it. That's how I think you fix things on offense for the Steelers. Don't ask Kenny Pickett to do more. You could ask George Pickens to do more, but he's going to have more thrown at him than he ever has at this point in his career as the number one guy. And one more thing, since we were talking about fantastical, out-of-this-world, ridiculous ideas for transactions, J.J. Watt, unrealistic, and he can't do what Cam does anyway at this point. Too broken down. Antonio Brown, stop. Stop tweeting at Steelers fans. It's, it's like a thirsty ex-girlfriend, A.B. Stop it. The one thing that does make sense, Omar's coming. Omar, Omar coming. There's no reason that if the New York Jets pick up the phone, what's his name, Joe Douglas, is he the GM in New York still? If the Jets pick up the phone and they're calling everybody, doing their due diligence, looking to fill out their quarterback room now that Aaron Rodgers is done for the year, maybe they're looking for a starter. Maybe they're going to lean into Zach Wilson. Oh, my God. God bless them if they are. They've built a playoff team over there. They've built a wild card team if they can just find a sustainable quarterback. But Brady's off the board. That's not happening. 
Flacco and Darnold, been there, done that for them. And then you got guys like, what? I mean, who else are we talking about here? Guys that don't make a ton of sense. Nick Foles? Come on, seriously? Carson went, and no, I'm not even going to finish the last name. You're looking for somebody to responsibly manage the offense, right? A Jacoby Brissett type, right? Uh, uh, a Mitch Trubisky, oh, I said it, Mitch Trubisky type. Look, if the Jets are looking for somebody to manage the offense, you coach him up on limiting mistakes. He can still make a few things happen with his legs here and there. If I'm Omar Khan, I'm on the horn with the Jets saying, hey, Mitch has stayed sharp. Mitch has stayed sharp. You guys interested? Oh, I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll swap fifth-round picks. We'll, uh, I don't know, get, get swap fives and get, give me a six and a seven. Or we'll swap fours. How, how about that? You like uh, got me a fourth-round fourth pick, Nick? My point is this. The con artist has spun magic, has turned straw into gold this entire offseason. There's no reason not to consider doing it now, too. Because Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph, as the backups to Kenny Pickett, are essentially the pointing Spider-Man meme, right? You, yeah, me, you, me, you, me, me, you, me. I get it. Mitch is a little more mobile than Mason. But they're serviceable backups and nothing more. Game manager guys who you don't want to ask to do too much. You don't want to put too much on their shoulders. If the Jets are interested in either one of those guys, I deal them. I get something in return. And knowing Omar, Omar come. He's going to turn it into more than just a conditional seventh-round pick or something like that. Just a thought. Since we're talking about crazy moves that could be made by the Steelers this week, why don't we throw one that's a little bit more realistic in here? I'm Chris Mack. Make sure you subscribe or follow the podcast, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, however you get it. Leave a rating and a review. Let us know exactly what you think of the show now that we are up and running a couple weeks into the season. We value your feedback, so leave it there. And we appreciate you downloading and listening every single time a new episode comes out, just like this one. Get it inside your Odyssey app as well, where you're already listening to 93.7 The Fan. Yes, why not? It's free. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it today and just click those three little buttons up in the upper right-hand corner and click follow. And you'll get notified as soon as new episodes of Fourth Down in the Steel City are available. And, of course, you can watch the show on YouTube as well. Full episodes available at 93.7thefan.com's YouTube page as well. Later in the week, we'll preview Steelers-Browns as it's coming. And it's coming quick. Monday night, can the Steelers avoid 0-2 without Cam Hayward and Deontay Johnson? Josh will be back in the fold. Greg Finley will be back in the fold. And myself, Chris Mack, right here on Fourth Down in the Steel City.